brought to you by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. Go to www.speedweed.com for all your medical marijuana needs. All right, just a reminder, I'm doing the Cool in the Gang field trip for all of my podcast listeners the next Saturday. July 22nd. So come to that section K, come find me. And then on July 23rd, I'm doing a live podcast taping with none other than Aiko Tanaka. So come out seven o'clock Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California. Can't wait to see you guys all there. Okay. I think we're going to do like a a dating game show where you get to win a date with me or Iko or me or Iko or me and Iko or Iko or me. Okay? All right. Well, enjoy this episode. Bye. Yeah, I mean, I do yoga. Like, I haven't been to a yoga class in maybe, you know, a couple of months. But I do yoga just by myself. Uh-huh. But no, I need to get to a class because I love doing classes. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I like doing classes because it makes you do that one thing every week. Because yeah. you paid for it. I know, because when you pay for it, you value it. Totally. Right? Yeah. That's why I like, I like making my friends pay for shows if they're going to come to see me. Yes. Like, I'm not... It's true. I don't want to give out free tickets anymore to my yeah. shows. Good. Fuck that. Because do when I when I've done that to my friends, they feel like this, they're entitled to be an asshole. Yeah. And then they start heckling you. Yeah. Because they don't value the show. Yeah. And then they're on their phones. They don't give a fuck. And you're like, oh my God, you're supposed to be my friend. You're yeah. supposed to be supporting me. Totally. But you're just being a complete asshole and embarrassing me at my workplace. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. So I don't invite anybody. I just put on social media. That's my way of promoting. You yeah, know, you just you invite strangers from the internet. Yeah, but if you come, they give know. You likes. I don't even. I don't even offer the free tickets anymore. No, you shouldn't yeah. offer free tickets. No, I because don't. it makes you look like a whore. Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah. It's just like... And we don't want to look just, like whores. We just want to be whores. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're already... We already are whores. Yeah. We're whores. And it's like... We don't need to advertise that we're whores because people will know. Right. And they'll try... And so... <laughs> start treating us like whores. Just buy We don't a, want to be treated like whores. Just buy a ticket. I'd rather yeah. have just five people who <laughs> buy a ticket than 20 people who got in for free. Totally. Totally. They're so rowdy. Yeah, yeah. And they don't value you. No, no. It's not about quantity. It's about It's quality. like when a girl hooks up with a guy. Yeah. And like, you know, like, because I've hooked Isn't up with... Isn't that a song? When a girl hits up on a guy. <laughs> hits up on a... Hits up on a guy. No. <laughs> when a man loves a woman. There what song is. is that? When a man loves a woman. Yeah, yeah. But what, what, what did you say when when a man when, when a when a girl tries to hook girl up with a guy hooks up with a guy yeah okay like I'm a girl yeah. right uh-huh. I mean you don't need to check right so I believe you <laughs> I, believe you. So, I shouldn't take your word for it right yeah I'm yeah, a guy yeah you're a dude out. so like I've hooked up with guys like the day I met them wow and I've hooked up with guys. Like years after See, I met we them. are horse. High five and But like it's so funny when guys think that just because they they just got you that day, yeah, they just don't value you. They're like that's like the surefire way way of not getting a guy to call you back. Right. Right? Yeah. Or or, or that's what they say in the textbooks yeah, yeah. of dating. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. But it's like these guys, you know, 
like girls who do that they might just be in in between relationships or uh-huh. something yeah you might have found them right in a sweet spot uh-huh right yeah like no. that doesn't necessarily mean that i do that all the time so i feel like you have to like kind of think like hmm i don't know do i believe that this girl does this all the time or yeah, not right you can I, tell. You got to believe that they just do, but like you know that there, there's circumstances that people get into because they're just going with the flow, and I respect that. They live once. They're like, "Hey, I don't normally do this, but I'm doing this now because I feel it's right." I'm all for that, and I I know it happens. I mean, if you know what, I blame genetics. Like, my teeth are like really crooked what? when they're not straightened. I didn't notice that. Well, that's because I didn't know you when I had crooked teeth. Oh, okay. But Were they really uh, out of whack? Super, or? super crooked. Really? Yeah, like I got made fun of Come all on. the time. You're I had great bu- right now. I know because I fixed them. I had braces oh, and wow. Invisalign. Yeah, yeah. Um, and But if I didn't have to wear a retainer at night, I would definitely sleep around more. Because <laughs> 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 like, guys will be like, hey, why don't you come over? And I'm like, I have to go home and get my retainer. And my commitment to keeping my teeth straight. Yeah, so funny. I don't go back to those days when yeah. pe- people made fun of me <laughs> for my buck teeth. I don't I don't want to go back to those days. No, I hear you, But maybe man. I teeth should. Teeth are important. No, teeth are important. Well, you want to go back to those days when you had Yeah, maybe I'll be, summer a, teeth? I'll be a character actress. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You might get more work. You know? Yeah. Like when you look different, yeah. when there's something different yes. about you... You yes. stand out. You're right. You're right. And Hollywood's full of that. You know, you either got to be a mutant or really good looking. I think I heard, who said that? Bobby Lee said that. Yeah. In Hollywood, you either be, have to be like a gimp or extremely good looking to make it. And if you're a gimp, That's why he takes his clothes off so everybody can see what a mutant body he has. That's true. Oh. It, it works for him. It works for him. It works, right? Yeah. Yeah. It really does. I think about that too. I'm like, should I? You know what? I'm working too damn hard. I'm like, if I fucking just gain, you know, like 30 pounds and be happy, I could be a character actor. Yeah, and you could. Me, yeah. But then you also get addicted to looking good and feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. you want to feel good. I feel good after a good cheeseburger. Well, I mean, but after 20 cheeseburgers, you're not. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. No, you're right. And, and and that's what we we overload with that and then we feel like crap. I know that happens, man. I've been, you know, I'm fasting right now. It's my fourth day of doing it, you know. You haven't but, eaten anything in 4 days? No, just water and coffee. What? Aren't you starving? You know, you get into a zone. You get into like, you know, and I love challenges, you know. I fucking I don't know. I'm so stubborn. Yeah, like staying alive? Yeah. No, you you'll be surprised how long you could go without food. It's crazy. So you're not hungry? No, no. You just zone out. Come on. Yeah, it's crazy. I've never purposely fasted, but there was a... What's the longest you went out without eating? Um, Maybe like a day. A day? Yeah. Yeah. So like what you notice after a day is like, wow, I went the whole day without eating. You realize, and sometimes you even, you, you even forget. And you know why? Because you don't need it. I know. I have forgotten to eat a lot. Yeah. And then you like think to yourself, like, when's the last time I ate? Yeah. And and that's just because you have enough glucose in your body to, to fuel yourself for days and weeks. We're like camels. Yeah. We are like camels. It's it's true like that. We run off of two fuels. One is, is glucose and the other one is fat. 
fat is really easily burned by our bodies, but we don't tap into our fat because we're too busy burning the glucose. And the thing is, everything has sugar in it, and it makes us always full on our glucose, so we're never touching the fat. What if it says sugar-free? Sugar-free? Then you're all right. But everything has sugar in it. I mean, bread has sugar in it. I know. That's why bread is delicious. I know. Yeah. Bread is fucking good. But you know what? It also clogs you You up. You know, but I read this um, book called The Zone Diet. Yeah. And it was written by a scientist. Okay. So while you're reading it, you're like, oh, he's making complete sense. Yeah. And he says, you have to eat protein every five hours. Yeah. And the size of protein is relative to your size, your body size. So you should eat like a piece of protein that's like sizable to like the palm of your hand. That's so true. That's so true. You know? People don't realize that. People eat 16-ounce steaks. You know what a 16-ounce steak is? Like, our ancestors never at one time took in that much meat in one setting. These people, you know, hunted. They killed things. A 16-ounce, why would they waste so much meat like that? We only fed on four ounces of meat, if we were lucky. Some days, we didn't even get lucky enough to get meat. So we had to fucking go without eating that day. Eat berries. Yeah. Or... Fruits. Yeah. Fruits and berries. Well, I mean, whatever was uh, available back in, uh, you know, our ancestor days, like when we were like fucking. But th- no, but this guy, that's why I think that fasting mm-hmm. is not good for you probably because if he says you have to eat every five hours. Who said that? This scientist who wrote this book, The Zone Diet. Oh, yeah. okay. That goes back to what we say. There's always going to be somebody that says something is bad, you know, when it's really good. I mean, it's been proven to it's in the bible people have been fasting oh if it's in the bible it must I, be true I, I know, I know. <laughs> no 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 the, the fact that that people back then even the greeks were doing it you know and socrates has a uh, has a quote from it i can't pull it up right now but uh it, it you know about fasting and um it's like you know it's in the bible and the thing is what it does is it gives your body a rest a break so it it, it could recover Oh. And detox. Oh. That's the true it's detox. Like, it's like pulling my swab through my oboe. <laughs> through your elbow? My oboe. Your oboe? What's your oboe? It's my, it's uh, the instrument that I used to play. Oh, okay. It's a woodwind instrument. It looks like a clarinet. Oh, okay. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Yeah, it looks like an anorexic clarinet. Uh. And so you have to like, you know, while you're playing this woodwind instrument, you're blowing air through the instrument uh-huh. like for every day. Oh, and, wow. And spit builds up yes. in the in the valves, uh-huh. in the pipe of the instrument. Right. And you have to clean it out. Right. And it's disgusting. Uh, because bet. it's like, yeah. it's like build up spit. Uh. But you, every oboist deals with this. Yeah. And probably people who play flute or clarinet too. And you take this silk. Uh, like this purple silk scarf that's made for cleaning oboes. Wow. And you drop it through, like there's like a little piece of metal at the end, you drop it through it and you pull it through. And one time we were on vacation in Arkansas and this was when Bill Clinton was running for president. Yeah. And my swab got stuck in my oboe. Uh And we had to go to like a local music store to get it repaired to like get it taken out wow and the guy didn't charge us and we thought man people in arkansas are just so (laughs) nice nice yeah (laughs) isn't it funny how you like can base your experience of like an entire state (laughs) off of one person yeah fuck yeah that's why i won't go to arkansas because people aren't too nice because they're missing teeth 
I'm missing too many teeth. <laughs> Having crooked teeth is okay, but when you're missing, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> kind of a different conversation, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I guess so. It just cleans out your body. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. It does. It, the thing is, like, even animals do this. Like, if you got a sick dog, uh, they automatically stop eating. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how you know oh, something's wrong cool. with them. Yeah, that's when when you're. Oh, dog- I guess when you're sick. Uh huh. You stop eating. Well, dogs do. You yeah. Know, they're, they're an animal. And their body, but the thing is, it's like they know. They know what it, what happens is like they just sleep more and they fucking mm-hmm. don't eat and they try to recover as much as they can. Um. Yeah, right. Dogs know yeah, yeah. better than humans know. Yeah. Because dogs don't read books that confuse them. Yeah, exactly. And dogs don't eat McDonald's. I had to throw McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the McDonald's movie. Oh, me too. The founder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It It was awesome. Yeah. It mentioned Chicago a lot. Oh, yeah. He's from Arlington Heights. Totally. Chicago guy. Yeah. Total Chicago guy. It's so funny, like watching it. You know, they they mentioned, uh, you know, Illinois uh, cities like Des Plaines, Waukegan, Naperville. Yeah, Naperville. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was so funny. It, it was a great story because I remember, I think I even went to that McDonald's. Which one? The one in Des Plaines, like the one they claimed to be the first one. Well, I grew up next to the Des Plaines River. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's right. It was right over there. Right? Yeah, in River Grove. That's what it's called, the Des Plaines River. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That is right, right. Right off a of river road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to take a boat and just see where it would take me. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is so funny. Yeah. Well, it's such a little river. Yeah. Right? Like, how wide would you think the river is? It's not wide. It's like 25 feet, you know? That seems wider than I remember it. Really? Yeah, like, I would go in the forest and play. Uh-huh. And I thought it was kind of smaller than that. Yeah. But well, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know the exact, I don't remember it, but, like, when you're a kid, everything seems bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you could... That's why it's ultra traumatic to get molested as a kid, because oh. you're like, this huge cock! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh it's got to be huge! Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's like, what? No, I remember seeing that, you know, when I was a kid, and I would go in the shower, and my dad was there. And I just, he would just have his big cock swinging in the wind, you know? And I was like, holy shit, Same that thing here. is here, and I had an Asian dad, and wow. come on. Yeah, wow. It, and you, yeah, it's fucking, it's weird. And that's why, like, it, it is traumatizing. Like, people shouldn't, like, try to be naked in front of kids. No, no. Because it's, like, traumatizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really is, you know what I mean? But, you know, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Being a child, man, it just fucking, there's a lot of things that traumatize you. You're learning everything for the first time. So you don't know if it's wrong or not. Yeah, well, I wanted to have a penis because I had three brothers. Okay, that makes sense. And I would see them pee because they would just pee with the door open. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and one time this guy from church came over, this guy, Fat Dave. Yeah. And he went in the bathroom and they all peed together around a toilet bowl. (laughs) Out of one toilet bowl? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I started banging on the door. I wanted to, like, be with them and, like, do what they're doing. Yeah. Because I thought it was cool to have a penis. Wow. <laughs> you sure they were <laughs> peeing? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of... <laughs> yeah. Who sexual knows, here. Who knows what they were doing, but the door was closed. Yeah. And they were all in there. <laughs> 
Well, I guess it was my two brothers who were in there. <laughs> were they playing spin the bottle with their dicks? I don't know, but I remember just like pounding on a door <laughs> and being mad that they yeah. wouldn't let me in and knowing that they're all playing with their penises. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It is fun. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> I, yeah, it's a trip, man. I, I, you know, it's like you're just learning everything for the first time. It's like, it's fucking, it's crazy because you have nothing to compare it by. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what the scary thing is. If someone says this is the way it is, then you think that's the way it is. You know what I mean? You don't know that it's not right. You know, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's but, fucked up. Well, we grew up in the same area. Yeah. I don't know any other comedian who's like from such a like we grew up like a mile away from each other. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's right neighboring cities. Yeah, Marlowe's Park and River Grove. Yeah, they're neighboring, just like Maywood and uh, you know Berwyn. Berwyn, yeah, you know North Lake. Remember that chat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, North Avenue connected us all. So yeah, yeah, I know. I had my first job on North Avenue. Yeah. In Winston Plaza. Oh yeah, Winston Plaza. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Was Walgreens there? Or yeah, Walgreens, the, Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Madigan's. Yeah. Yeah, Madigan's. <laughs> my dad was just talking about that. He was like, he remembers going there and shopping. My dad. You know I remember I mean? shopping there too. Yeah. <laughs> but like not buying anything. Really. And then going to Value City and buying stuff there. Value City. That's funny. I uh, I would go into Madigan's and just look around and just wish one day, because my parents would never buy me anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they had four kids. I was the youngest one. A lot of those sweaters and shirts costed a lot of money compared to, like... So what you just you... got hand-me-downs? Yeah. 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 I mean, think about it. I mean, I, I fit into, like, all my brother's clothes. You know what I mean? Are You, you have only brothers? No, I have a sister, too. Okay. Yeah. But, um... And you're the youngest, or you're the no, no. I'm the second oldest. You're the second oldest, yeah. right now. Yeah, but yeah, I remember going to Madigan's. My parents didn't buy me clothes either. Right? No, those. No, my was... mom would bring home a garbage bag full uh-huh. of used clothes wow. from her coworker. Oh wow! Because she worked at Westlake Hospital. Oh yeah, that's so, so funny. She would like ask everybody, like, "Oh, I have five kids. Can you give me clothes?" Wow. And then like I would go through like a garbage bag full of clothes. Yeah. And, like, most of them didn't fit or yeah. were too big. Yeah. But I would once in a while find something. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then like, I grow up and I, you know, move to Brooklyn and yeah. go on dates and guys are like, so, do you like thrift store shopping? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although I am good at it. Yeah, yeah. Of, like, finding yeah. pieces that really, you know, <laughs> are quality pieces out of a whole bag full of shit yeah. that people just give away. Right. Right? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so you're Mexican. Yeah. And you grew up. Uh, no, we went to the same high school. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't know each other. No, no, we didn't. I was class of 94. Yeah. And so. Uh, yeah. So fucking... it's crazy, man. It's a small, small world, man. I can't believe that shit. Fucking. But Frank... it also didn't surprise me when we figured out because, you know, we got along. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. It's, it's weird how, how just like easily we just got along with it just seemed like easy to talk to you and it's so weird man it's like it's like a chicago thing though yeah like ray ray crop uh-huh. the founder of mcdonald's yeah 
he's a salesperson. Yeah. And he like went around talking to people. It's like a personality trait that Chicago people have. Totally. And we're just friendly and we yes. just talk to everybody. Yeah. And we're sarcastic and we say shit what's on our mind. You know? Yeah. And we're not sensitive. Right. Like people can make no. fun of us to our right. face and right. we laugh. We get it. Unlike you know? people from Philly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden you start that city war. <laughs> Not like, like that those, Philly bullshit. Pennsylvania bitches <laughs> who can't take a fucking joke because your city is oh, tiny. That's so funny. And there's only like, everybody knows each other. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like in Chicago, it's such a big city. We're always like meeting new people. Yeah. And just like, I don't know. There's a culture to Chicago. Totally. That like I still have. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of you know? course. That like. Like very like Midwestern. Uh-huh. Very like, you know, you can't be full of yourself because right. you're just like. Because someone will put you in check. I mean, just when you think your shit is uh, doesn't stink, someone's there well, to fucking check you. that's the thing you. about that Gina and Jude's place. Yeah. Um, with the Vienna beef hot dogs, the Chicago style hot dogs. Yeah. Everybody in that town knows that Gina and Jude's does not put ketchup on the hot dogs. Right. And so, if you order ketchup. <laughs> What do the cooks do? They start yelling at you. They all make fun of you. Yeah. And everybody, all the cooks, they have so much personality. Right. And yeah. they all turn around. They're like, oh, look at this loser right. asking for ketchup on his hot dog. Right, right. And that's just the personality of people yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. And there's so many other different places like that in Chicago. At the Bevix. Yeah, at the Bevix. There's a place where they, it's like a hot dog stand in, in the city somewhere and like... Uh, the black lady, like, if you ask, like, too many questions, she'll start going off on you. Oh, where Triumph the Insult Comic Dog did a thing? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wiener Circle or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like Chicago people, we have this very extroverted mm-hmm. personality yeah. that's yeah. constantly, right, like, talking to people. T- constantly talking to people. Very easy for us. It's just, like, it, it seems effortless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you come to L.A. And, and then you... you meet, like, these L.A. retards. Right, right. They're you're like, like, do you not know how to talk? Like, right. are you okay? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's it's not in this town. It's not like that. It's like, and it's, it's hard to get that through your head when you first move here because you're thinking, you know, like, Oh, you know, it's just another big city. But no, they got a different culture out here. And it's it's so different. You know, you can't even compare Chicago to L.A. It's so different. Well, that's why it's easy for us to kind of hustle because we know how to talk. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like when I saw Ray Kroc going from like selling his like six, you know, milkshake machine maker. Yeah. To to just blowing up. Yeah. it, It just was effortless. Yes. I mean, yes. I know it was hard work and everything, uh-huh. but it, it also made sense that he would be, he would have that personality totally makes to sense. be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that, and Michael Keaton's so great, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He's so great in that movie, Founder. And uh, that, I, I really like that movie, man. I just love McDonald's, so I'm just happy that, you know, after all these documentaries about eating healthy and yeah. uh, supersizing me uh-huh. and all that, it's nice to see a movie that glorifies McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. But the, here's the thing that this also pulls a point from the movie, though. It never, it's not what it used to be. And back then, the guys were all for being natural. Remember when the guy wanted to introduce yeah. that milkshake with no milk? Yeah. He's like, we're never going to have a milkshake with no milk. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the way they thought. And and believe me, those guys that were serving those burgers, nothing was injected into those burgers. They were pure fucking American beef fucking patties. And, you know, somewhere along the line, you know, through, uh, you know, uh, uh, manufacturing, uh, you know, 
multi-processed food, you know, you put a lot of harm, uh, GMOs and like you bastardized that. Well, that's meat. when McDonald's tasted the best. You think so? That was the golden oh, era. Yeah, yeah. Of you know, in the fifties totally. when it was first. Yeah. Introduced it was as, as it was so innocent. Yeah, that's when they try hard. Is at the beginning. At the beginning, yeah. Yeah, and then they got selfish, and then they got greedy. They filmed a uh, corporation, and then they're like, how can we get more out of this burger and get avoid uh, being sued? That's another thing, too. What they overdo is overdue on, on, on trying to get an, uh, you know antibiotics in there so that we don't get sick if the, if the cow is sick. You say antibiotics like as if it's your first time I'm surprised I got it out. To be honest. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just happy I said it. <laughs> as if like you've seen it written in like posters and stuff. Like, yeah. And it's your first time. Yeah. <laughs> like, Eric, what's the name of this this uh, thing on your paper? <laughs> Antibiotics. Um, I had a good time in high school. Yeah? Did you? Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah? I had a great time. Yeah. You know, I feel like our high school was really, I don't know, it seemed like a classic high school. Like, I remember freshman year, because my grade school was so small, Uh that when I got to high school, I was like, okay, cool, like, this is the real thing. Yeah. And the funnest part of high school, sometimes, is the yearbook. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just look, when you're a freshman, like, looking through the yearbook yeah, yeah. and looking at all the pictures of homecoming uh-huh. and girls all dressed up yeah, yeah. and the guys dressed up uh-huh. and the flowers and yeah. the ceremony. Yeah. Like, it just feels very high school. Yeah. Very classic American high school. Totally. Right? Totally. Yeah. And you went to West yeah. and I went to East. Yeah. And so you guys were super Mexican. Were we? I didn't. I, I noticed didn't a notice lot that? of white people. Maybe because I went before you. Oh, did. you know what? Yeah. It turned Mexican y- when you graduated. Okay. And when I y- you came was in. Going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, same thing with Morrow's Park. Even when I was there, I mean, it, it. You know, right now it's a lot of Mexicans. You know, but back then it was just mostly Italians, and uh, you know what I mean. So, but <clears throat> the Mexicans moved in, and that happened as as uh, I was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when I was gone already, it, it, it w- wasn't the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it, and it they told... were illegal Mexicans. Were they? Right? No. I mean, yeah, I, they were a lot of them for, were from the jungle. Really? Yeah. Jungle? Yeah. You don't know about the jungle? What? On Mannheim Road? Oh. Just past Grand? Oh, they call it the jungle? Yeah, it's notorious. It's gangster land. It's folks, man. Shut yeah, up. Some big time... I thought you meant the jungles of Mexico. No, no, no. They called it the jungle. Dude, I never heard about the jungle. Wow, yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, people in high school would be like, oh, yeah, they're from the jungle. And it's like, they'd be like that. Whoa. And it's actually called the it jungle. It's like really poor. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's really poor. It's like the ghetto, but in like Franklin Park. Right. Or some shit like that. Right. There's a yeah. ghetto in the suburbs. Right. Because like, we grew up in the suburbs, but, yeah. but not like the suburbs, like Home Alone suburbs no, or no. Wayne's World suburbs. Right, right. It was closer to Chicago yeah, proper. Yeah, it's not Skokie. So it's, it's yeah. when you when we say we grew up in the suburbs, it wasn't... It, it was very city-like. It was very city-like. And a lot of the streets actually from the city ran down to our neighborhood. It's like the equivalent of like Queens yeah, it's, or something. No, it's like Sherman Oaks to Hollywood. That's how far we live from... From the Chicago actual, proper. Yeah, proper. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could get to, you know, Chicago proper in, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Just go down North right. Avenue. Right. So it's we're like, so boom. close. We're yeah. like we're right outside Chicago city limits. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't consider ourselves the um uh, uh what's it called suburban. You know what I mean? Because we we live like a city life. Yeah. You know what I mean? We took the bus. Yeah. You know, we fucking you know used public transportation. You know, took the train. You know, like we fucking bumped into like hundreds of people on a daily basis. You yeah. know what I mean? We're not secluded. You know, so it was definitely like and city plus life. we had a big high school. Yeah, yeah. And it was a great high school, man. Well, there was two high schools. Like yeah. you said, you went to East, I went to West. And you know what I mean? So for a school to be like, but they, they had a lot of those, right? Proviso East, Proviso yeah, West. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Proviso East. Why? Um, Because where I lived in Melrose Park. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So That's where all the black kids went. Oh, dude, it was 99% black. Wow. Yeah. You would have been way funnier if you went there. Yeah, either that or <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like when it's solely outnumbered like that. See, now you get I, picked on. Well, yeah, it's only a matter of time. You know what I mean? Because they run the because and they got their backs. You know what I mean? So you know you just got to be careful. Even though like I get along really good with black people. You know what I mean? But I did have some issues when I went to Triton for some, uh, uh, I needed to go to Triton uh, because I went to Holy Cross first, right? Mm -hmm. And my, all my credits didn't transfer over to West Leiden because it was a Catholic high school and they didn't fucking accept, you know, theology as a credit. Wow. Yeah, so I got screwed. No way. So yeah. you went to the Catholic high school first? Yeah, all boys. Damn. Yeah. Remember Mother Garen? No. No, it was in River Grove, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, heard of it. Yeah, and Holy Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Holy Cross my freshman year. I was all-boys school. You know what I mean? Didn't that suck? Oh, my God. It was the worst thing. That's why I appreciate West Leiden so much. When I got kicked out like, of... There's, like, hot girls. Oh, my God, yeah. And, dude, it's, like, it was awesome. And, like, it was in North Lake, so, like, most of the, like, the people that lived there, you know, were all, like fucking they weren't all like aggressive like irish and fucking greek what you had in fucking uh holy cross those motherfuckers it's all boys school and you get all aggressive fucks when all guys are together it becomes like a jail i know that's why like growing up as a girl in china right now mm -hmm. it must suck yeah because they like killed all the girls wow, and gave crazy. them up for adoption so each classroom in china is like 50 guys and two girls. Yeah. Can you imagine those poor, poor girls? They're yeah. getting roughed house and oh, there's yeah. just no protection for them. Jesus. Yeah. You got to have protection. That is so funny what? that Leiden rejected your Holy Cross credit. Yeah, yeah. Didn't worth... They got, Holy Cross has a lot of fucking bullshit fucking things that don't transfer over to college. You know what I mean? It's like... It's fucked up. That is so fucked up. Yeah. But I love that Leiden is such a like anti-religious school yeah. that they would even reject your credits. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Wow, I love that. Yeah. And I didn't I couldn't afford to to lose any credits. My credits at Holy Cross were shitty. I failed everything. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean I I was a horrible student. You know, I didn't I wasn't happy there. You know what I mean? I got in fights, you know, it's like I, I didn't fucking like it. You know, too many fucking when there, when there were fights in the lunchroom at East Leiden, mm -hmm. I would I was um on the newspaper staff. Yeah. So I would always have a notebook and a pen with me. <laughs> That's so awesome. whenever there was a fight and the principal or the teacher on staff would be like, All right, everybody back to your seats, back yeah. to your seats and then but you're still watching the fight. Yeah. There's always there were always fights. Always. And then I would run up to the fight Girls, with my guys. with my paper. I know the girls' fights were like yeah. the best, right? I would run up. I would just like be 
performing mm-hmm. basically yeah i would run up and pretend i'm like writing yeah yeah writing down like the names of who in, who's in the fight just to make people laugh yeah yeah you know and the teacher never told me to sit down because they're like oh she's reporting for the newspaper <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah dude you had like, a pass like, like for me the lunchroom was like how many lunches did you guys have uh, rooms or lunches? Like how many lunch periods? I think we had two lunch periods. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Was it two? Two or three? Or three? Yeah. Where like half the school right. is in the cafeteria right. eating. Yeah. That's why there's so many fights because that's when you bump into yeah. people that you can't stand. Right. So like it's just you know uh, there were like 400 kids per class. Yeah. So what is that? 400 times four is. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you I failed every class. 1,600. <laughs> right. So 800 kids yeah. in one cafeteria. Right. And to me, that was like my biggest audience. Yeah. And I would like, I would embarrass my friends by just going up to random people and singing happy birthday to them uh-huh. in front of 800 kids. You do that? I would do that. Why? Just to like, just for the attention. Wow. As like a performance. Really? I would go up to somebody who I'm kind of friends with, because I was friends with like everybody. Yeah. You know? And so I would just go up to somebody and say, happy birthday to you. And then, and then people would just start like looking at me or they would start singing with me. (laughs) But then this one time, my um, Spanish teacher asked me if I could meet one of her students. Yeah. In her homeroom. She had a freshman girl in her homeroom and I was a senior. Uh-huh. And she was like, "My uh, one of my homeroom students uh, has your same lunch and wants to meet you. Wow. And she loves your laugh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first time like I felt like a, a famous person. Oh, wow. That is awesome. You know? Like, yeah. like, and then this girl, and then so my Spanish teacher like arranged for us to meet. And yeah. this girl was all like, oh my God, you're just so funny and I just love your laugh. And oh, wow. That was so That's cute. so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what got you hooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you're treated like, nice like that, you know, for uh, no reason, you know, just the way you are, it's like, it's like, it makes your, your head get explode. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you're like, damn, you know, like that shit doesn't happen when you're a kid. You know what I mean? People are used to bullying you, you know? So when you got people like giving you props and saying, I like your stuff, you know, it's like, wow, that's a big deal when you're a kid. Yeah. 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 No, that was so great. Yeah. yeah. And then I went um, to visit my high school after I did Girl Code. Uh huh. And all these kids were like asking to take a picture with oh, me. Oh, I bet. They and must have loved you. And then they were all like telling their teachers who the same teachers are still there. Really? From wow. when I went. Wow. And I was like, Mr. Reeves. Like, and then he would tell everybody stories about me in class. That's so cool. It was so cool. And then uh, they were all like begging the teachers like, she needs to be on the wall of fame. Oh, wow. And I'm like. That's, like they're probably going to put you on there. No. <laughs> sure. Well, well, like they. They, they wouldn't, like, acknowledge it because I was, you know, kind of a troublemaker in high school. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Because yeah. I started the underground newspaper and I got censored from the newspaper. And I yeah. caused, like, the village of Rosemont to, like, call my journalism teacher and complain, really? complain about me. Yeah. Wow. Well, because I wrote in the newspaper, I wrote, um, those Rosemont kids went to our, our school, right? Okay. So I wrote, uh, you know you're from Rosemont when... <laughs> And I just like made fun of like rich people. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I wrote, <clears throat> you know you're from Rosemont when you pay your way to the top. 
parentheses, valedictorian, and homecoming queen. Yeah. Because they were both from Rosemont wow. that year. Really? And I pointed that out. Yeah. In the paper. Uh-huh. And they flipped out. The wow. town of Rosemont, some parent, like, they had meetings about me. That's awesome. And, like, that just fed my ego. I'm like, no, you guys she, are having meetings yeah, about me? Right. And I'm just a 17-year-old That's girl. so awesome. Going to your son's high school? Like, fuck you yeah. guys. I thought that was, like, a big power trip, actually. Fuck, yeah. That's awesome. And, like, that is so cool. Some some mom, like, Xerox copied my article <laughs> and put it in everybody's door in Rosemont. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, so yeah. now when I stay in a hotel in Rosemont, I have to, like, go under somebody else's name. Really? No. Yeah. But, I, <laughs> but in the movie, I do. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's going to play out. Fuck yeah, right. I'll but, play one of the Rosemont fucking bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't our high school so fun? Oh, man, it was great. I, I mean, like, I still got picked on. Really? Well, you were a jock. Yeah. Yeah, I was a giant wrestler, so yeah, I was good. So you were popular. Yeah, no, I'm not popular, but uh, you know there were people to come see me wrestle. Oh, like who? Like kids? Just other kids, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like right, you had fans in high school too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. It was like that. Yeah, I'm like, damn, I brought four people today. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. It's my first bringer show. Yeah, so that was like. Did you get ringworm a lot? No, you know, I showered, you uh-huh. know, I, you know, I wasn't one of those kids that got lice or, uh, you know, I my, mean, my parents would kill me. Does, <laughs> does showering prevent ringworm? I think so. Yeah. It's just a matter what? of so people who don't shower, get it. Yeah. Maybe they left too much time without showering. Really? Without, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you should shower right away. Yeah. So yeah. like after I get off this yoga mat that you gave me, I'm going to shower. <laughs> Like, damn, Esther gave me ringworm. Oh, my God, don't worry. I don't have ringworm. <laughs> I might. I <laughs> well, I'm going to buy a new yoga mat then. Did you guys have communal showers? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, how often did you guys have to take showers in front of everybody? Uh, I don't remember if there was a requirement, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I know in gym class we did, you know, and then wrestling, of course. I know, like... We wouldn't have to take a communal shower all the time, uh-huh. but like twice a year, we'd mm-hmm. have to run the mile. Oh, okay. And after the mile, you were required to take a shower. Oh, okay. And it's like a jail. It's yeah. like everybody's naked. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. They probably don't do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, they might do it, man. I mean, fucking, yeah. They abuse kids like that. They wanna, that's where pedophiles come out, man. And they pray. The gym teachers. Yeah. Yeah, even the fucking college coaches, man. Oh yeah, Sandusky. Fucking Sandusky. Yeah, right. Isn't that you crazy? Have access to these kids yeah. showering. You're the ones telling them to take a shower. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you're telling them, and you're like, I'm watching you, and then all of a sudden you fucking grab their cock and fucking have your way with this guy. I mean, fuck, man. It's like, you know, kids. All right, Eric. We don't need to get into your <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> Then they bend you over, <laughs> dip you in olive oil, put on some Tony Bennett. <laughs> you everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> oh my god! No, I had fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean that's so awesome. I mean, so you were in, uh, you were into the writing. Uh, did you play any sports? No. You were too busy I, with the paper. And I was really bad at gym. Like I was, gym was always my class. I was worried about on my report card. Really. Yeah, that was yeah. always my lowest grade. And oh. by lowest, I mean B. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, phew. Yeah. I didn't flunk gym. Wow. You guys had a good field. You had a good... Uh, Don't we have a good field? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And a good gymnasium. That's where I rest. 
<laughs> was that your first time saying gymnasium? <laughs> you try to say gymnasium and a microphone when it's amped up. You, know what I mean? you can't mess this up, Esther. You know what I mean? You got to get it right. You we had a good gymnasium. Yeah, you did. Right? Yeah, it was super nice. That's where we wrestled. I, I love it. You know, I, I liked it better than the West Leiden one. Yeah, we know? had a nice gymnasium. Yeah. We uh went when we had our homecoming assembly. Yeah. And everybody in our high school was there. So it was like two thousand kids. Wow. In the in our gym. Yeah. And you can buy like a raffle ticket to be the couch potato. Wow. At the homecoming, did you guys have couch potato? <laughs> I think it sounds familiar. So you buy a ticket for a raffle ticket for one dollar. Yeah. And you get to sit on the couch, and people bring you food, um, all night during the homecoming game. Yeah. And I I bought one ticket, one raffle ticket. Yeah. And I just was like, I just owned it. I was like, I'm going to be a couch potato. And I don't, need to, I don't need to spend more than a dollar. I just know I'm going to win. Yeah. And I just told myself, like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Wow. I'm going to be the couch potato. Yeah, yeah. And out of all the tickets, like, maybe people didn't really buy that many tickets or something. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. But, um, like, when I enter a raffle, I just enter it knowing I'm going to win. That's awesome. <laughs> it yeah. sounds so... Uh, White trash. <laughs> like, I'm here's how win. to win a rifle, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then they pulled out my name, and I won. Yeah. And this kid, Jim Brewer, yeah. who I had, like, a fake public crush on through uh-huh. the newspaper. Wow. He bought, like, 20 tickets yeah. or 30 tickets. Wow. And he wanted to win, but I wanted to win more. Yeah. So I bought, I, I won the couch potato that That's year. That's awesome. Yeah, and then my you friend. You only bought one ticket? I only bought one ticket, That's and then awesome. you could bring a friend, and my friend Brittany came with me. That's so cool. And we sat on the couch. Yeah. And I was, like, jumping up and down. Or maybe they picked me because they knew I would be funny accepting the award. Yeah. You know? Oh, you got an award? Well, I mean, like, uh, not an award, but it was just, like, a yeah. certificate. Oh, okay. You know, but we did fun things like that. Yeah, yeah. And then they put my picture in the news, in a yearbook. Of me winning couch potato. Wow, that's cool. So yeah. you were all over the yearbook, probably. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. That was just like the one picture. Oh, okay. I mean, I was in like Spanish Honor Society and math oh, team. Wow. Like that's where my picture was. Really? Yeah. Well, so that's a, that is a lot. You're like, no, just Spanish Society. I know, but but you know, there are those like extra pages of the yearbook where it's just random photos. Yeah. Of like friends of the yearbook staff. Yeah. And I wasn't in any of those. Wow. You know. Where all the cool kids go. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're smart. You took Spanish. These people are taking French or fucking, you know, like some l- language that's not, you know, used. Like well, Latin. I didn't choose Spanish, but my grade school had a Spanish class in eighth grade. Uh-huh. So when I got to high school, they already uh, accepted my Spanish one credit. Oh, wow. So I was already in Spanish two from freshman year. See, you already came with a credit. I came with minus credit. That sucks. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. So you could have graduated early, probably. No, but I wouldn't have wanted to. Yeah, yeah, right. I would love to do a fifth year of high school. Yeah, How yeah. fun would that be? Yeah, yeah. No, it was fun. Wasn't it fun? It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we had a great time. You know, great group <clears throat> of people that I went to school with. And uh, it was fucking awesome. And, they, you know, as a wrestler, so they treated us good. You know what I mean? It's like. Right. When you're, like, on a team and yeah. people root for you, it's yeah. like. It's fun. They want us to win. You know, we're going to beat this other uh, school. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in a tournament. We're against these other schools. And we hated those schools. You know, we're like, fuck, you know, fuck, you know, like these other places that we'd wrestle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it was fun. That that, um, that sort of teamwork and shit. 
That's fun. Yeah. So did you lose your virginity there? Um, no, I met this girl. Where did I meet her? It just at some party in Mouse Park. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, she's a blonde-haired girl from uh, um, Northridge. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just like a, a party and, uh, you know, then she became my the person I lost my virginity to. Yeah, she did it with one other guy, and that that was my first. Why did you lose your virginity in high school? No, <laughs> because I wanted to so bad, but like everybody was making out. Yeah, like next to my locker, <laughs> like Tony and Na- his funny. girlfriend. Um, of course, it's Tony. Tony and Nancy. <laughs> Tony and Nancy would always be making out next to my locker. Yeah. And they were a year younger than me. Wow. So it's just like, fuck. Like, these kids are younger than me, and they're making out in between the bell. Yeah, yeah. They were getting all the action. Oh, they're all... Kids were making out in my high school all the fucking time. Oh, wow. Gangsters. Yeah. And it just, like, made me, like... God, when can I fucking lose my virginity already? <laughs> you didn't play spin the bottle? No, I didn't go to like parties. Uh, I was like always at prayer meetings and oh, church. Okay. Yeah. Parties is where it's happened. <clears throat> you know, parties were like the fucking I didn't go to any parties in high school. Yeah, singles bar of fucking being a teenager. Oh my That's god. That's what parties were. You know? Oh yeah, I'm having this get together over there. Next thing you know, spin the bottle. You're kissing somebody or, you know, like five minutes in the closet. That's what you sh- you're supposed to be doing as yeah. a teenager. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I missed out on all of that. No, okay. Yeah, that, that probably like makes you now like all excited about it, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why um, I just got my accreditation to be a gym teacher. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a pervert. <laughs> The people who did that in high school yeah. a lot, yeah. I feel like they're like settled down, married with yeah, kids. Yeah, that's true. That's right? true. Yeah. Well, because like, I don't know, a lot of people from where we grew up, they stay in Chicago. Yeah, they don't leave. It's like no. this syndrome that they have. Yeah. Because it's like they have generations of families. Generations, yeah. Italians, Polish, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And they just, you just get like sucked into this family drama. Right. Nobody leaves. And Nobody's nobody like, leaves. Yeah. They go to college in fucking Triton, you know? <laughs> hey, when you went to Triton, did anybody ask you to do a Bible study? No. No? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. It's because you're Mexican and we had too many Mexicans at church already. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, Triton yeah. is such a tiny community college. Okay. And that's the college campus that my parents chose to pioneer. Really? So they had, like, yeah, like, Bible teachers and quote-unquote shepherds there, you know, preying on the students. Really? Yeah. People would get asked, like, multiple times, okay, you guys asked me already. I don't want to study Bible with you. Oh, wow. And, like, they even did a profile piece on, like, the local ABC News Mm -hmm. and was, like, these, you know, missionaries are going around asking young college students on this campus to study Bible. You know, I, I remember people coming to our door, you know, knocking and like, you know, like born again Christians or like, you know, people from the Bible. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Maywood, maybe. People from the Bible, like John the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> John the plumber. Mary, Mary Magdalene came to your door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Sue's candy. <laughs> oh my god, you know who did come to my door? Who? Our band director from grade school. Wow. He would come to our door and like ask us to go to his Baptist church with him. Really? And my parents would like send me. Uh huh. And I'm like, I already go to band with this guy. Wow. 
And now I have to go to church on top of going to church every day here. Wow. And I would go with him in his fucking station wagon to like 45 minutes away, wherever they were in Mount Prospect or something. Wow. To some fucking church. And it's like, why do you want me to go to church? I already go to church times 10. Wow. But it's... like he would ring the doorbell, Mr. Milligan, yeah. and we would all hide. Really? Yeah, because, I would like, hide too. Yeah, so we'd all like, <laughs> we'd be like, Mr. Milligan. <laughs> like it'd be a joke in our <laughs> family. Like Mr. Milligan's here. Like, oh no. Mr. Yeah. Milligan's here. Everybody yeah. go to the back and yeah. be quiet. That's so funny. That's so funny. But yeah. like, what a fucking freak, right? What I did like about him, he always had all these sayings up on the chalkboard. Uh -huh. Winners never quit and quitters never win. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid, like you seem like, it seemed like, wow, we spent a lot of time on all these quotes. Yeah. But then when we were in eighth grade, we won the championship, the uh -huh. state championship yeah. at U of I uh -huh. for like this band competition. Damn. And we were all like, hey, it worked. Yeah. You know, all this like brainwashing of your subconscious mind yeah. to like flush out all your loser mentality uh -huh. and like disbelief and doubt. Mm -hmm. That really helps. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I like that, but all the religious shit yeah. could do away with. I mean, that didn't traumatize you at all? What? Growing up with all that religion? Oh, it did. Trust me. It's like... It's, and it, it, it's, that, it's like when you grow up with all that religion and all this like restrictiveness of like... <laughs> That's the first time I ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm caught up with you now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this restrictiveness. I don't even know if that's a word. But uh, uh, she's trying to talk like me. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to sound like me now. <laughs> I don't know. You've been living out here for so long. I don't know how you still have the Chicago accent. Oh, are you kidding me? It, 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 it's so much stronger when I first got here. I've been here 17 years, so when I first got here, it was so thick. People are like, "Where are you from?" <laughs> it's just like it was like that. Thick. Melrose Park has a has a has a um, uh, a dialect of its own. You know what I mean? It has a slang. It has a uh, you know a sounding of its own. It's very specific. Specific. Can see, as you can see, the English teachers at our high school um, <laughs> failed us. Yeah. Weren't the best. <laughs> mm -mm. Chicago public schools. Oh my god! But I'm glad I went to a public school because I wouldn't have this like personality. Yeah, yeah. If I didn't, like, yeah. I feel bad for these kids who go to private school uh -huh. and they turn out to be big cunts. Yes. It's like our school was like nine zero two one zero. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's like in farm. Like as far as like, you know. Like social, like everyone had their clique. I remember East Leiden always had different cliques. You know, they had their stoners, the jocks, the fucking, uh, you know, rockers. It, it was very diverse, you know. Wasn't it super diverse? It was. Yeah. I mean, you know, in West, uh, West Leiden, we had, you know, the dudes from the jungle, the gangsters, right? Uh -huh. We had the fucking, uh, you know, like... Uh, just well, West Leiden definitely always felt more gangster. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, East always felt safer because there were more white people. Yeah, there was a lot more <laughs> white people at East, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, North Lake did at that time have a lot of white people. So, you know, like, we would get blonde hair, you know, blue, you know, like, people, you know, some Polish. <laughs> blonde hair, blue people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> a little after Smurfs. <laughs> You're really ahead of your game there. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. What kind of weed did you give me? <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Um, I think some Silver Haze. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know people should know that we don't normally talk retarded. No, no. This, we, is, this y- is us on. Yeah, we're 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 in Cali mode. We're in stoner fucking West Coast mode. <laughs> See, that's the thing which changed out here too. Like, uh, you know, what you're, the way you talk too. It's like, you know, it, it's like you gotta. You know, the West Coast has its own lingo, too, and it has its own slang, you mm-hmm. know, and fucking own way of talking, you know, so. Well, they must look at you like an alien because uh-huh. you don't look like a typical <laughs> yeah. Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Because to- you look more Italian. Yeah, yeah. Mexican. Uh-huh. And, like, you're taller than most, like, these shorter Mexicans here. Yeah, yeah. So, and then you talk so funny, they look at you like, where the fuck are right. you from? yeah so hard to go on auditions you know like you know they they send mm-hmm. out uh auditions you know where i gotta you know speak spanish you know and english you mm-hmm. know what i mean so you I'll don't be, speak spanish i do speak but when i speak english i sound like a fucking hot dog fucking vendor <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's like right. so it's like it's it's tough you know you know it's like uh it's very specific like our slang and the way we talk it's like it's it's a part of me. I can't change the way that I talk really that much because it's like, I don't know. It's it's, it's it, our personalities fit it. You know what I mean? And the way we are. I, I don't. Feel. I don't have my Chicago accent anymore. But you have your you you have your uh, uh, Chicago attitude. Uh huh. You know what I mean? The way you are. Your personality, I think, is very yeah. Chicago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, so yeah. And, and I think I think you sound like Chicago, but like not not hard Chicago. Not like you know. The bears. <laughs> the bears. <laughs> but maybe you could take like a speech class. I, yeah, I could. I could. I could do a lot of things, Esther. But I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like I could take acting class. I should get back into acting class. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. You know, so it's like so much. You know, it's like where do you put your money? It's so expensive to live in L.A. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. It is expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. The cost of living is fucking ridiculous, and you got to drive everywhere. You know, it's not public tra- transportation like New York and Chicago, where you you could get around without having a car. You know, <laughs> this is like having Eichel on my podcast because when she comes across a, a big word that I say, she'd be like, she would have been like, transportation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Oh my I know. Aiko is so funny. Like, I taught her the word spectrum. So every time I see spectrum on somewhere, I get excited and I think of Aiko. Like, you know know what movies are from Chicago? Like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, didn't our high school feel like that? Kind of, yeah. Where was Sixteen Candles filmed? In Chicago? I think it was filmed in L.A. Oh, was it? Yeah. Somewhere out here. Yeah. Let's look it up. Yeah. But yeah, sixteen candles. Did you say that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I just said. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean Uncle Buck. Sixteen candles. Where does it take place? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Chicago. Really. Yeah. Oh wow. Evanston. Oh wow, it makes sense. Now. Wow. Yeah, you yeah. know, look. Yeah. We, I feel like we were really lucky in that we had such a quintessential high school experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that really... they depict in the movies of Ferris Bueller's Home Day Alone. Off, 16 Candles, Home Alone. Yeah. It's very America. Totally, totally. That's why, you know, like fucking all American burger places, McDonald's, you know, that their heart came out of the Midwest. 
Yeah, you know? totally. but Chicago more specifically because Chicago is different from any Midwestern city. You know what I mean? They want to lump us in and be like, "Hey, we're this," you know, Midwestern. But Chicago is a fucking. It's a unique city. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's it, you know we're not Detroit. No, you know I remember mean? my parents driving their like icy blue minivan, Dodge minivan, and like this other family is just driving on the street next to us. Yeah. And they see that there's a bunch of kids in our car. Yeah. So I just remember like strangers just give us candy. Oh, wow. And like, you know, somebody would just give us like a bag of Skittles. Yeah. To my dad. Yeah. And my dad would pass it back to us. Yeah. And we would eat it. That's awesome. It's just Chicago. That is Chicago. Right? I did. I used to sell uh, candy bars when I was in Little League football. Oh, in Winston Plaza. Really? Yeah, I got pictures. I was like eight years old selling candy bars in in Winston Plaza. Oh, I might have read into you while I was going to Walgreens. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I would go to Walgreens and develop um, my photos. Yeah. The 35 millimeter. That's crazy. I remember even before it was Walgreens. What was it? I don't know. I think it was Jewel. Was it Jewel? I think Jewel was next door to it, right? And Um, then it moved. Yeah. Yeah. It moved a lot. There was a lot of different stores that were in Winston Plaza. You know what I mean? Like, it changed over. Well, I would go to that Office Max all the time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I make copies of songs for church. Oh, wow. I know. A church dork. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I sing. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. But what else was there? A Marshall's there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. (laughs) Do you go back to Chicago? Not really. Yeah. I went back last year in July. Mm-hmm. And my buddy from grade school, I went to Sacred Heart. Um, he had a wedding uh, in Trump Tower. Oh, really? Yeah, he got he got married in Trump Tower. Oh, last July. He's the reason Trump is president. Yeah, but you know what? He got divorced now. Oh, really? Already, like after, after a year. year. Yeah. Don't you hate that? I so think I blame Trump. I think if you, <laughs> I think if you break up within five years yeah you should have to give your wedding present back dude you know how expensive that wedding was too i mean dude i know these people it's like do you send out like condolence cards like yeah. sorry that you wasted your money coming to my wedding yeah oh it's crazy it, that happened out here too in california i went to a guy's wedding and he got divorced like a year later adam hunter's divorced already <laughs> <laughs> no no not yet <laughs> Uh, he's he's going to make it. I believe in you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> As if he listens. Yeah. No, he's going to listen to it. <laughs> but yeah, fucking Kittyland. Kittyland was... My brother worked there in Kittyland. Really? Yeah, I got lucky because... Oh, my God. He, you know, I could get on all the rides. He would just give me tickets. Wow. Yeah. You're so lucky. I know. It was so badass. Wow. I went on all the rides. I've only been to Kittyland like once or twice in my whole life. Oh, really? And I grew up so close to I it. I know. You were like in walking distance. From uh, yeah, we yeah. could walk there. Wow. Yeah. Remember Polk Brothers? It was across the street from Kittyland? No. Polk Brothers? Yeah, it burnt down. Oh, really? Yeah. Mafia shit. Yeah, a lot of mafia shit. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Like, everyone, like, when I went anywhere in Chicago, they're like, oh, you're from Marlowe's Park, huh? Bunch of gangsters over there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, really old-timey gangsters that, that fucking went back to the Capone days. Right. It's like everyone fucking claimed to, to have a fucking relationship with Al Capone. You know who the fuck I am? <laughs> you know who the fuck I am? You know? Yeah. Fucking Al Capone's uncle's cousin la- landlord. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like everyone fucking related. This is yeah. my cousin. 
Wow. Yeah. Everyone's all fucking, you know, related in that way. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it was very prominent in there, you know, and this being from where we are, you know, we're around it a lot, you know, especially in Melrose Park. I mean, there's fucking bodies buried there that no one will find. Where? God, no, where do they bury Hoffa, them? You know, fucking in concrete. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Holy shit. In concrete. Guys who do construction. Yeah. How many people did you see doing construction in, in Chicago? Wow. All time. All the time. What do they say about Chicago? There's two seasons. There's winter and construction. Yeah. Because in the summertime, that's all they do. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Or they would fucking, you know, or they're butchers, you know, they'd grind them up in meat. Oh, you know what I mean? God or damn they're it. junkyard fucking owners. They'd fucking just crush them to fucking pieces. It's yeah. so easy to kill somebody. Oh, you would never find them. You'd yeah. never find them. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, a lot of those fucking places existed. And they're st- still there. So it's old time fucking gangster world, you know what I mean? That's where that's where I come from, and that's what my podcast listeners don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh until, yeah, until you came on, Eric Alegria. You are gangster. Aleg- Alegria. Yeah. How do you Alegria, say? Alegria. Well, it depends. You Alegria. Know? Yeah. Does it mean happy? If I get pulled over, it's Alegria. You know, if I'm around Latinos, Alegria. Alegria. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, you definitely come from gangster land. And people don't realize that about me, too. You know what I mean? Because so many people move out here. They're from Bloomington. They're like, yeah, I'm from Chicago. You know, it's like, no, motherfucker. You're from central Illinois. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking Chicago, man. Don't fucking right. claim it. You know? Right, right. It's fucking ridiculous. I know. I mean, when I went to college, I became friends with all these suburban kids. Yeah. And, like, we didn't match up exactly. No, no, Because no. it's like, you're from the suburbs, and I'm from yeah. more right outside. Yeah. No, it, it, it had its own personality. You know, River Grove, Franklin Park, you know, Elmwood Park, Melrose Park. We had personalities that were, like, so different than other fucking... I remember the first time I saw a girl's boobs. Really? What was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you bring up River Grove? Yeah. Yeah, this girl, Chrissy... Her whole family was hot. And yeah? She played trumpet. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she was in band, but she was like one of those popular kids who yeah. was really pretty. Yeah. But like she happened to be in band. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And we were in some Howard Johnson hotel because we were doing some band competition. Yeah. Like, I guess. It was probably on some, Irving. Someone somewhat far away mm-hmm. well because why would we stay in a hotel in, right. in irving though right we were a little further away we might have been in like another yeah you know somewhere for another area code or something at yeah. least uh-huh. to justify getting a hotel room yeah we might have been in tennessee or something uh-huh. and this girl chrissy she was super popular she just like would go around the room and tell us who like who we would look good with, uh-huh. oh, right? Okay. Yeah, because she was the popular one, so yeah. she's the alpha female. Yeah, yeah. So she yeah. would look at um, look at me and be like, and this was really exciting for me uh-huh. because I felt like really popular. Yeah, you know, when yeah, like yeah. a popular kid is talking right. to you, oh, yeah, you feel sure. like, oh, I'm in the in circle yeah, now, yeah. right? Right. And and I couldn't wait till she got to me, uh-huh. and then she's like, yeah, you would look good with Frank, mm-hmm. and I was like, Frank. <laughs> You know, but I was just like, okay, sure, I'll just yeah. accept it. Yeah, yeah. Not that I had a crush on Frank after that, but I guess because he was probably like shorter, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. But then, um, like, we were all just changing into our like band uniforms, uh-huh. and she like probably had boobs before everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. how you get popular. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, and she had kind of like those like American Beauty like Mina Sorvino is that her name? Uh yeah. In in American Beauty, uh-huh. the actress like you know kind of like unusual yeah boobs, but those were like the first boobs I ever saw. Yeah. Was because of band. That's hot. So stay in band, kids. <laughs> <laughs> band pays off. <laughs> It's so funny. You know, at my, at at East, we had they had this new rule one time. They were like, if you're in band, you could be exempt from PE. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. I drew, I drew a political cartoon because yeah. my dad would get Time magazine and I would like look at all the political cartoons. Uh-huh. And I drew one of like a fat kid carrying like a instrument up the steps to band. Yeah. But he's like fat. Oh wow. And it says being exempt from PE does have its consequences. <laughs> and that got printed in the newspaper. Oh, that's cool. That would never get printed now. <laughs> right? Yeah. They would be like, protect fat people. Right. That's fat shaming. Yeah. You're doing it back in the day. Right. My fat shaming got printed in my yeah. high school newspaper. Before it was cool. You were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Before the internet. <laughs> Oh my god, that's cool. Do you do you uh, talk to anybody from back East Lighting? Yeah, actually, I just had this girl Sarah on my podcast uh-huh. with um, Darren Carter. Uh huh. So all three of us did an episode. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he felt it, it. Probably felt like he Darren was at a Carter. He was at a threesome yeah. because it, sometimes we'd just be talking about high school. Yeah. And like maybe we should have just done our own episode, but <laughs> but yeah, she was a gaunt. She was um. In my homeroom. Uh-huh. And she's a guidance counselor now. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Eddie Slyden? She, yeah, she was popular. Oh, wow. The popular kids in high school, they always go back and work at the high school. Really? Wow. I mean, she doesn't work at the high school where we went. Oh, okay. At a different one. But oh, right. it's just like fun to be around that high school environment to see the dynamics of yeah. the popular kids. Yeah, yeah. And the losers. Right. And the yeah. goth kids. The we, goth- had a, we had a lot of goth kids. Goth? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this one girl, Melissa. She was kind of heavier. Mm-hmm. She was super goth. Yeah. And then she was campaigning for us to vote for her for homecoming court. Really? And we were like, you're goth. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to care about anything. Like, yeah, we thought yeah. it was so weird. Yeah. She'd be like, hey, make sure you vote for me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so funny. That's funny. Yeah. We we had some of those people, too. And, you know, they had their ha- hair shaved, you know, like mm-hmm. girls would have it, you know, and they're headed off punk rock, you know, some girls like that. Some real rocker chicks. You yeah, know what I mean? Hardcore. They were hardcore rocker chicks, you know, or, pe- or guys, too. You know, it was North Lake, man. Fucking North Lake was always like Megadeth, fucking (laughs) Santana. Yeah, fucking that. And when you fucking went to Morrow's Park or Elmwood Park or Franklin Park or River Grove, anywhere, it was freestyle. You know what I mean? Like freestyle dominated it back in my day for sure. I'm 42 years old, man. So when I was growing up, and like it was house music and it was freestyle music, you know, and you know it wasn't. You know, it wasn't to like uh, Dr. Dre, the, the G album that people listened to hip hop. Mm-hmm. It was like n- hardly any hip hop, you know, when I was growing up. It was all trance, house, techno, you know, all that shit. <clears throat> I Did guess you ever I, go I, there? I miss all that. No, because I was singing Amy Grant and Keith oh, Green wow. songs. Yeah, Chicago was notorious for fucking having a fucking underground after hours scene, fucking, and after hours, I mean, the, the bars closed at four. You know what I mean? Where I worked at Mardi Gras in Stone Park, they were, they closed at eight thirty. Oh, really? AM. Yeah. Oh my God! See, I'm I wasn't ever like an adult in Chicago. Okay. I like moved out of there. Well, I was an adult <clears throat> when I was a teenager. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I was bartending at nineteen. 
Wow. In 19, I was bartending and DJing in and this club. And it was club. illegal. It was illegal, but I fucking... And you got paid cash? Oh, I made so much money. I made more money than I've ever made in my fucking life. Go back to Stone Park. What I the know. fuck are it's you doing not, here? They knocked it down. <laughs> you know, let people in LA be like, hey, where did Eric go? <laughs> and, you know... I went to get my bartending shifts back. You know? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, so I was Dude. balling, man. Fuck no yeah. wonder people don't leave. No, it, seriously. I mean, and then they would work for the city. You know, they're making 25 bucks an hour, like back in that day, where they were construction. Like, they, a lot of these people were handed down jobs or got jobs, but people... In Chicago, it's all about who you know, yeah. not what you know. That's why people don't move, because it's like you grow up so tight-knit. Yeah. And then why would you give that up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, like all the people uh, I'm, I Because you think you could tell a few jokes or something? Right. Oh, you're the funny guy now? You're the fucking, you know what I mean? Like to tell somebody I was going to be a comedian back then, it's like no one would believe it. You know what I mean? It's Did you like, tell people? No. No, I didn't tell anybody. You know yeah. what I mean? They would bust my balls. Like no one would ever think, you know, I'd be like the, the funny man, the comedian. You know? Yeah, I knew funny shit and I'd say things all the while. But I w- everyone was funny. Where I grew exactly. up, exactly, like, everyone's I, funny. Yeah, everybody would fucking <clears throat> cracked me up. I, I just, I just wanted to continue doing it as an adult. Yeah, you know what I mean. High school was fucking amazing for me. I got to perform every class. You know what I mean? Like one of my, one of my uh, 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 geography teachers, Mister Back, uh, God love him, man. He put, he took me aside. He's like, Eric, you're really funny. I think you got what it takes to be a comedian. You should definitely move to California and pursue that. He said you should move to California. Yeah. He knew what to do. Well, he knew exactly. Because my choir teacher was like, you're so funny. You you should be a comedian. But then they didn't give me any instructions after that. Yeah, yeah. Same here. So I just kept singing. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I wish I would have fucking, you know, got into that immediately. But it was Chicago. Like, it, it wasn't. that's Hollywood. When nobody where I'm from would ever think to get into show business. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just wasn't there. You know what I mean? It's like... Um, I always wanted to go on auditions. You know, speaking of McDonald's, I there was an audition for McDonald's that some of the friends of the family, you know, one of the person, uh, they they told us about that they were looking for Latinos, and I was like, I told my mom, like, Ma, you gotta take us to this fucking audition. I need to, I need the audition for this. They're looking. Really? I knew I was gonna get it too. I knew it. If I went, I would get it, you know. But they, you know, my mom's like, oh, I, you know, I, if your dad cho- gets home early enough. Then, then, then we could go, you know, and it's, it's, it's only a certain amount of time. So my dad, of course, didn't come in time and I missed it. Yeah. Oh my God. You could have gotten it. I know. They would have given it to you. I I feel just like how, you know, with the raffle ticket that you were going to win. Yeah. Like auditioning back then, I knew for sure they would give it to me. They would have given it to you. Yeah. 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 No, they would have. I mean, I, dude, I, I wasn't shy. You know what I mean? I, right. I fucking just like anyone in Chicago. I wasn't yeah. shy. I was I was selling like ads for my newspaper. That's awesome. I went to Fun Zone. <laughs> yeah. Fun Zone. And he they bought he bought a hundred dollar ad. Wow. Page ad. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. So, well, Eric, thanks for doing my podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was fun. Fucking Chicago represent. Know it. You can follow Eric on Twitter at. Eric Allegria. Uh-huh. And Instagram, Eric Allegria Juice Man. Why are you the Juice Man on Instagram? Because <laughs> my sister started calling me Juice Man because when I was making all my juices, uh, I would always make her some. 
and I would hand her some <clears> juice. I'd be like, hey, Michelle, I made you some juice. And she's like, oh, you're the juice man. You're the juice man. And uh, so she'd always say that. And uh, when I was on Instagram, you know, they didn't have uh, Eric Allegria. I think maybe someone already had it. But so I was like, yeah, all right, Eric Allegria, juice man. Because <laughs> at one time, I got really serious about it. I get fucking all excited about something. And I jump into it. And I'm like, maybe I should get a, you know, a truck. You know, maybe I should get my own fucking, you know, uh, truck stand, you know, with a fucking, you know, make my own juices. It's messy making juices. It is. It is. Um, it, it, the cleanup is a bitch. The cleanup it, is like, oh, that's yeah. It's like because like you it's just so want to drink work. your juice. You know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, but to throw out all that fiber. Yeah. Of the carrots. And yeah. Yeah. All yeah. that mushy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like putting a little, some pulp in it. You know what I mean? Because there's different mm -hmm. screens you could put, like that mm -hmm. adds more or takes out less. And uh, the pulp is good. The fiber is good. It cleans you out really good. Mm -hmm. You know. So, yeah. I mean, fuck. You know, people. You know, I took ginger yesterday. Have you ever taken that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just it. How does it affect your stomach? Well, I can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm good with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's such a great spice, that and turmeric. Have you been t putting turmeric in your juices? Yeah, you know, I don't know what how turmeric comes. Oh, man, you got to buy them in the grocery store, and they uh -huh. look like little carrots. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and just peel it, p give a, a, a peel to the whole thing, and then throw that in your juicer. Okay. Oh, man, it will step up <laughs> your fucking juice game for sure. <laughs> All right, cool. Well... I'm going to start juicing. Well, I already started juicing. That's awesome. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, and, I um, can tell. Your skin I, looks fabulous. And I love it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, But the problem is I do get hungry while I'm also juicing because I'm like, I'll commit to like, you know, I'm just going to replace lunch with juice. Nah. But it doesn't work. I still get hungry and I still eat more stuff. Yeah. On top of it. It's crazy. It's, it's like, hard. It's hard not to eat also while you're juicing. Really? Yeah. I, I don't have that problem. I, I did it for four months straight without eating any other... Didn't you get hungry? No, after a while, it's just like, it, you know, the kale or, you know, like the greens. It just fills you up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I did it for four months. Wow. It's crazy. I know, because you got beat up. Yeah. I got beat up. Someone mm -hmm. fractured my jaw, and uh, I couldn't chew on anything hard, so I had to fucking juice or drink soup. Jesus you know? Christ. Yeah, yeah it's fucking nuts. But uh, I got through it. I lost like 10 pounds, you know, and I was uh, fucking super skinny. And uh, but my skin looked ridiculous. That's the thing. Like you're fucking when you juice, man, that that just like it makes your 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 um, your face glow. God. Yeah. Damn. It's, it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I used to date this girl that used to uh, work as a, a, a manager at some juice places. And she was always drinking it every day. And you could just see her, her skin just, like, glow. Really? Just from all the juice she was taking in. Yeah. It's really... All right. That's motivation to get off your fat asses and start juicing. Start juicing, man. <laughs> Look me up on Instagram, Eric Allegria Juice Man. Comment on his shiny face. Hell yeah. All right. Talk to you soon. Right, peace out. Bye.
Jessica, what a fun episode. It was so fun to connect with somebody from my neighborhood who gets me, who's out here. Oh, it was so great. Thank you, Eric, for doing my podcast. It was so fun to connect with you and make sure you check out our sponsor. Go to www.speedweed.com for all your medical marijuana needs. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery and they have over 30,000 members enjoying all the same day overnight delivery throughout California. So make sure you sign up and try some of their delicious weed their hybrids their indicas their sativas Mm-mm, mm, 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 mm. so it was so fun to connect with eric and i realized listening and editing this episode that we both say you know what i mean you know what i mean you know what i mean and i always wondered why do i say that all the time and i think it's like a melrose park thing because we say that We'll say that in between saying, we'll sandwich in a phrase in between, you know what I mean? So anyway, you know what I mean? So uh, that's something that we're going to both try to work on. Oh, what a fun, what a fun uh, episode to, to realize. He helped me realize how gangster I am because it's true. I come from gangster roots and, you know, people just see like, oh, and just assume one thing like oh they see you on a flyer and they think like oh whatever but uh it's true man fucking there's people buried in concrete in the neighborhood where we grew up and that is the truth that is the truth um but it was fun to realize that we grew up in a very quintessential had a very quintessential high school experience as gangster as it was as it was anyway upcoming shows this friday i am no not this friday next friday i will be at the improv i have my own show at the improv in hollywood 11 p.m in the lab come out and on saturday i'm doing the cool and the gang field trip concert i'm not performing at the hollywood bowl but come out and let's just all enjoy a concert i'm sitting in section k so come find me and then july 23rd we're doing the live podcast taping with aiko tanaka where we're gonna um sell ourselves on stage and you could play the dating game so july 23rd at flappers 7 p.m come on out and then august 2nd i'll be at tavolino's in coral springs florida with dougie almeida dougie dangerous um announcement my sketch show that i was working on earlier this year comes out july 25th and go 90 so it's called sorry not sorry be on the lookout thank you guys so much i see you soon bye